Hello guys and welcome back to the lair. <clears throat> Anyways, so it is just me this episode. I I'm sorry, Preston is not here today. Uh cuz I'm the main like host of this podcast. So there won't really be any episodes with him by himself. If you're going to have any episodes by someone by themselves, it's going to be me. Uh so yeah. So yeah, this is just one of my episodes. Hope you guys are having a good day. Uh, I have a story in mind that I'm going to tell. Uh, probably would put a 13 plus rating on this. It's not very, uh, family friendly. So just be aware of that. So that's just a warning. Um, yeah. So we'll get into the story. So, I'm not gonna start yet, but first I need to come up with our sponsor, and also, I have a good announcement. It's been a while since it's been on here, but now our podcast is on Podvine. So, go check it out on Podvine. It's on there as well, and on Spotify, our base platform. And you can also find it on Podvine and also RRS.com. So, yeah, those are our places you can go and find our podcast. And, uh, yes. Now, let's go into the sponsor. So, oh, yeah, and also more on Podvine. I wish I was sponsored by them. That would be pretty cool. But another thing about them is they uh, they have all these fun podcasts on there. Political, political base. Uh, not even not political base stories. If you enjoy my stories, you can find some other stories. I I I like story podcasts like Mr. Ballin and other people like that. I like I love story podcasts. That's why it's inspired me to make them. So yeah, so yeah, I would recommend going and checking out. Uh, Podvine service, it's platform, it's really useful, uh, it's, you don't have to have a subscription, I'm pretty sure there's not any ads, I'm not fully sure, but I'm pretty sure there aren't any ads, and Spotify does have ads unless you pay for premium, I'm not saying it's a bad platform, premium is very worth it, just saying, it's really good, anyways, if like, if you would get Spotify, get premium, because... It, it it's it, it costs a lot but it's worth it you can do like no ads you can download stuff offline listen to it it's just really nice really nice and yeah so uh let's get into the story um have some hot chocolate or some popcorn get under those blankets and uh i guess just uh listen i guess and uh, let's get into it so this story is a story of Melosius. So like meh, Losius. So I kind of like this was something that I just thought of while I was in one of my classes in school. One of my classes, uh, and I was like, it was in. Let uh, It was in. Uh, what do you call it? Language arts, I think, or whatever it is. Yeah, I was in that class, and I was, like, just thinking about, like, some stories, because, uh, I don't know, like, I, I daydream a lot in school. I'm not, I don't have amazing grades either. I mean, I'm not failing, but anyways. So, yeah, I was just daydreaming for a second, and also, I, I, I love art. I do art all the time. And also, yeah, uh, Larry Bean is actually here with me. He's all, He always listens in. So, how are you doing, Larry Bean? I'm doing great. Here you go. Thank you. 
Uh, yeah. So, he does art on his channel. Yes, I do. And, yeah. He's very... He's a very nice person. I know him personally. Definitely not the same person. Anyways, now that we can continue the story, it's Melosius. So, like, meh face. If you know, like, meh. Losius. Because we were reading some Greek and some, uh... Mythology, basically. We we were getting into that. So, yeah. I can get pretty dark. So, anyways. So, yeah. This isn't gonna go with that. I'm kind of just making up my own story. The reason why I add the Melosius is because I, it was, I was trying to make it interesting. And, yeah. So, this probably will be, like, a three-part series, like, seven days. So, if you enjoy the seven days, the more darker stories, then you'll like Melosius. I'm not fully sure how it's gonna plan out. Pretty sure I I know I have a pretty good feeling about like the first part, the first like his origin story. So he's this will the story will go from like a long time ago to present because the main story will be based in the present, and also like not like super in the present but like not super like classical. And not super, not like exactly right now, present day. It's like in between. But right now, we'll go far back, probably like during the Roman times. But the Romans aren't really a part of this world. So don't worry about any of that stuff. This is a completely different world. This is all kind of part of my universe that I've created that has a lot of connections throughout many different uh, characters. So yeah. If you didn't listen up on last episode, little Timmy, he uh he's been connected through many of our stories. So if you ever hear about little Timmy and you're confused, you're gonna wanna. I I do recommend watching our episodes in order because there are some things that connect. Not a lot. Most of our stories are just random and aren't really part of my universe. But the ones I tell about myself connect in some way. Sometimes, seven days won't really be that connected because they're on separate planets and stuff. So like. Seven Days is kind of just like a version of Earth. Basically just is Earth. But uh, where Melosius is, it's not going to be an Earth. It's on a different planet. Anyways, like most of my uh, areas. Like Crunch Valley was in last episode, I believe. So, yeah. So, yeah, if you weren't, if you didn't, Melosius is around Crunch Valley time. After the fall of Crunch Valley. So, this is on the same planet, Crunch Valley. So, on planet Crunch Valley, the fall of Crunch Valley, that's what the, that age was called. Because the monster of Crunch Valley, people thought it was a monster, but it was just the pet of the supreme leader of, of the whole planet. Which was really only this, like, this small village. So, you're definitely gonna, if you're, before you watch this episode, you're gonna, the Melosius connection, you're gonna wanna listen to the last episode. We have some, the first story of the last episode is, uh, the monster of Crunch Valley. In the first story, it's not that dark, you can listen to that one. Uh, so yeah, it connects to this. And, uh, yeah, so you're gonna wanna watch, want to at least listen to that first story of that episode before you listen to this, just letting you know that's a warning. Unless you already have watched it, then... You can continue watching this one. So, yeah. So, this was after the fall of Crunch Valley, which was when... So, this monster, he he always made a bunch of mistakes, basically. And it basically burned down everything and destroyed everything, eventually. It started this major forest fire. I'm not going to explain how. You can just listen. You can listen to the last episode. It destroys this whole uh, fire. 
and the monster of Crunch Valley survived. Because it's literally invincible. It can't not die. So then, what happens next is it, uh, the monster, the monster that destroyed that whole planet and just left it in ruins, on accident, he didn't mean to, he literally on accident did all these things and just destroyed and burned down everything. So it's just like a place of ash, basically. So the age of, so the fallen age, the fall of Crunch Valley was the age before this age. The age of uh, dust is this age because everything was just burnt and dust, basically. So they called it the age of dust. So this was what this Milosi, the beginning of Milosius is going to happen. So the monster, after destroying the uh, Crunch Valley, he seeked and went to the tower because he was like, maybe the tower is still there. So it destroyed like land and all and like the village. But the fire eventually went out, and it actually didn't touch the tower. Because the tower is where the Supreme Leader was, and the Supreme Leader was killed on accident by the monster. So, yeah. And and the guards were still there, and when they saw the... Uh, and also... Because th- this monster was a pet of the Supreme Leader, and he accidentally, like, killed him. And the same with the guards, so it was just an empty tower. So he opens, he, the monster, he's a cardboard monster at the same time. So we go, so that's why they thought they could burn him with fire, but it didn't work. He's just invincible. So he opens through the, like, the front gate and looks around and he sees that no one's there. And then, he sees this chest. It's sitting, like, this tower is like one of those towers you'd see in, like, Rapunzel, you know? Or, like, you know, the movie Tangled. It would be, like, the lawn tower, like, a super just tall tower. That's what it is. With, like, some a few rooms. And there's a stairwell going all the way up to the top. So, he was just looking around and he couldn't find anything. So, it was one of those, like, super long towers. And he looked all the way up. But there was a chest just sitting in the center of, like, the first floor. Like, where the staircase would start. Just at the base of the building. Of the tower. When Right when you open the gate, you, the chest would just be sitting right there. So, he walks over to it. And he opens the chest. And he finds... Two people. It was a son and a father. And they were both kind of huddled up to each other. And it was very confusing. Because they were like, why would be the, this rant? The monster was just like, like, and it's just like, the way, the way it works is it crunches around like this. And it makes this, that's the noises it makes. So when it does that, normally that's how it like, took out all of its victims on accident by a super, like, loud noise. I would just destroy your ears and just, yeah, kill you. So, yeah, that's not, it's not, that side of it is kind of dark, but, you know, we don't get into that. It, like, the story, the story, like, the Monster of Crunch Valley isn't dark. It's it's pretty, like, it doesn't go into detail like this. This, this story is, like, I promise you, it, it's gonna, stuff is gonna happen. So, yeah. He finds these two people and he makes that noise, but it doesn't it doesn't make them like bleed out of their ears because that's what happens actually. I didn't go into that detail, but that's what happens if you hear that noise. It will just make your ears bleed. So yeah, because it destroys your eardrums. It's very very loud. So and it didn't affect them. So he so the monster just like saw them and then they got out of the chest and they said we've been locked up here for years. We couldn't open it because it's always been locked. Like, we, we've been locked up here for years. 
the monster it understands what they're saying but it can't like talk and then these two people they assume that this monster has been keeping them held up here until they finally until they finally opened it so they're like you whatever you are you must have held us in this tower forever so then what happens next was he basically like he looked at the cardboard and he was like the cardboard tree that's what this monster actually was a cardboard tree he looked at it and he was like you must have kept us here forever my son and me have been here stuck forever and i haven't seen the light of day in a long time just dark and dreary so he looks at the cardboard and then he looks at his son and he's like i'm sorry son and then the son's like what do you mean he's like I need your power. Then he was confused. Because then the father grabbed onto his head his like face and just kinda like Yeah, like teared it off. Yes. But it wasn't gruesome, it just like it just like pulled his soul out. So it kinda just ripped his soul out. And then it left like his eyes were kinda sunken in. Like his where eyes were kinda sunken in. But it wasn't like, it's not gory, do not think of it bloody. It's not bloody. It's just like, the, like the, it, like those areas are covered with skin now. Like her mouth, his mouth is just covered with skin now. So his face is just like skin. Like just like, like flat like skin. So it just became skin. And the sun just fell over. But then, he, he wasn't dead, he wasn't dead. So then when he does that, the father, he puts, he like, and it also kind of like, he puts like the mask of that, uh, like the part he pulled out. He puts it on, on over his face. Then it, like it tethered that part of his face, tethered to his face, and then it basically when two in this story when two DNA like when two like when both of them mixed together, then when both of their DNAs mixed together, it makes this like shock and electricity. So then the father gets this power, like electricity spreads through his whole body, and he touches the uh, uh, tree, the cardboard tree, and he, it just shrivels up into an instant. And yes, the lie was, cardboard tree can't live forever, and it just shriveled up into tiny little crumbs. This is the story that you don't show your kids, because they love cardboard tree, man. Anyways... So, yeah, don't tell him that he dies. Anyways, so, yeah, he shrivels up, and then he just fell into ashes. And he was just, like, he was in so much shock that eventually the, the dad, he just fell over because it was too much for him. The electricity was too much for him, and he died. Then the mask untethered from him and kind of just, like, kind of, like, fell and kind of slided off his face, and then... That was, and then, the son, he was still alive, but he couldn't speak or anything, because it was just all gone, so he was kind of just, like, patting with his feet on, on the on the tile of the floor, searching for his father, or, because he hurt, he did, couldn't hear anything either, so he was just, like, he, he had his brain, though, still, so he was just, like, searching around, he's like, I don't know what's going on, he could also feel things still, so he felt, like, this heat, 
touching the fl against the floor because electricity produced this like strong heat against the floor when the father fell over onto the floor so he could feel it, and he was like what just happened so he spread it he like felt around for it and he found and he felt this like tether like this like skin so he just like picks it up and he realizes it's his face so he just puts it back on and it tethers to him since it wasn't two dnas it didn't create any electrical shock so it just brought him back he just became normal again but the thing is, he had no emotion, because his mouth was kind of like, his face was always, since it was untethered from him before, it was kind of just like, he couldn't really control it, but he could still see and do all those things. It just, what he couldn't really control anything, he couldn't really talk really, So, but he could see and he could hear now. But he couldn't really talk, because it was kind of sealed. So, still, his mouth was kind of sealed shut. So, instead, he creates this mask... He gets this wooden like he he leaves the tower because he finds out his his father's dead and the cardboard is shriveled and ash. So he just runs out in tears, and he finds this wood, and he just breaks down. There's this one tree that wasn't burned down from the fall of Crunch Valley, and he breaks down the tree and takes this lawn piece out of it. And this wasn't very symmetrical; it was just a big chunk, and he just pounded a few holes in it. And, a, like, and carved a face on it. And he just kind of grabbed a bunch of strings and held it and put it against his face. Which then created a mask for him. And then, he went back to the tower. And he saw, when he came out of the tower, he saw these little hands, these little grubby hands, coming out of the ashes of the cardboard. These little small hands, they're kind of rising from it. Like, and it was like making this like, this like weird sound. And, and like the ashes of the cardboard was kind of like, kind of like, sh sh like vibrating. And then it was little Timmy. Yes, little Timmy, he was back. So he was finally like raising. And then... He was about to raise, but then Melosius just grabbed this, like, plank. Because it was planked. Like, the floor of this tower is planked. So he, like, takes this big piece of plank and just slams his, the Timmy's hands down. And it kind of punctuates them and makes it breaks his the Timmy's hands very extremely. Like, forced completely back. And then his hands just fell back into the ashes. Then, he kicked the ashes, because he thought that this was Cardboard Man, like, arising or something, but it was actually Little Timmy. So, he was like, I'm not having that happen again, because that thing was terrifying. So, he just kicked the ashes, because remember, they thought that, he, they accused him of sealing them up in that box forever. So, he kicked the ashes away, into the and the wind just picked it up and, like, flew it out all over. Until some of the ashes... Behind him arose, and then little Timmy formed, and then he heard the squeak of his voice. How dare you break my hands? His hands were all like shriveled up, and every every finger was in completely different directions, and kind of just like hanging there. And he had a bunch of bruises all over his hands, because he kept on slamming at his arms to make it go down the um, Melosius, and he looked at him, and he was like, 
he was disturbed when he saw it. He was like, who are you? And then Melos, and then he was like, and she was like, and then Timmy was like, I am little Timmy. I'm actually not very little, actually. I might have a small voice. I might be tiny. But I'm actually infinitely years old. I've been here for a long time. I've traveled everywhere in this universe. Now I need to go more than this universe. And then Melosius looked at him in confusion. And then he was like, How do you form from these ashes? And then he was like, Oh, you don't know what just happened. Just letting you know, if you didn't read like the, if you didn't uh, look at the old story, the monster, the monster of Crunch Valley. In that story, he switched souls with a stick. I know it's confusing. His little Timmy was actually a stick on that planet, and he switched souls with this little boy. And then one so so that little boy soul went into the stick, and then the stick soul, which was little Timmy, went into the little boy soul, which then got eaten by the monster, by the Crunch Valley monster on accident. Somehow, don't ask how. Which then, he was chomped to, but then he just reincarnated somehow. And because little Timmy is just invincible like that. More invincible than the Crunch Valley monster. So, he kind of just like arose out from the ashes. And as still that same boy, boy like body, but he's still little Timmy. So, this isn't his like original body anymore. He's kind of, he's in like a completely different boy's body, but he still is little Timmy. Just letting you know that. Anyways. So then he looked at him and he's like, Yeah, I'm little Timmy. And I'm going to find everywhere. And then, I will want to explore everywhere. And rule over everything. Become the supreme leader. And Melosius was like, that's not going to happen. Unless... I can work with you and become the Supreme Leader with you. But then, the little Timmy was like, You think I'm going to help? Do you think I need help? I don't need any help from anyone. Especially not some masked lunatic. Breaking my hands. That probably couldn't even be healed. I can't die from old age, but it doesn't mean I can't die from damage. And then, Melosius looked at him. And his mouth was still see sealed in a straight face. And he peels the f mask off. And he just stares at him. Blankly after he pulls the mask off. At little Timmy. And little Timmy just gets frightened. Because he was like, what the heck just happened? I mean, like, this guy has a straight face. And, like, his face is basically sealed, basically. He still has his face attached, but his mouth is sealed. But he can breathe through his nose. And he can look around with his eyes. But other than that, he he can't really control his eyebrows either. But he can look around with his eyes, so his eyes are kind of just, like, blankly staring. And then... He can talk, actually, because he's been talking this whole time. That's what I noticed. So he can talk, but it's, like, harder to understand. I'm not gonna try, and like, like, you know, trying to emphasize that, because I'm not gonna be that good at it. So he can still talk, and little Timmy could understand him. It's just more muffled... So, he adds a little bit of this, like, sign language. It's not ASL. It's a different... Because all of these... Little Timmy and both of them are speaking in a completely foreign language. So... But I'm translating it to English. Anyways. So, yeah. He stares at... So, they're still talking and stuff. And I'm like... And that makes... 
Melosius mad because little Timmy is like, I don't want you to rule with me. So then he takes his mask off, right? And he charges at him with it. And there is a sharp end of the wood, so he charges at him. And he almost impales little Timmy. But then he then little Timmy rolls to the side really quickly, like at the last second. And Melosius rams the big piece of his mask, like his big chunk mask, right into the uh, right into the side of the wall, and it just jams in there. So he tries pulling it out, but then little Timmy, he says he finds he finds his box, the same box they got out in before, and he picks up the box because it's a big chest, and also little Timmy he isn't weak, he's strong because he's an old man, and he's very wise. In this, in the head. Now, that doesn't mean he can't be like, like buff when he's a kid. That doesn't mean he can't be buff. So he picks up the chest, and it's a pretty long chest that could fit like two people, like it did. So he grabbed it, and he tried to throw it on to Melosius, and he saw the chest coming at him, and it hit him over, and slammed shut on him. And then little Timmy laughed, and it, it was kind of muffled since. He was shut in the chest. So it kind of muffled. He's like. <laughs> kind of in that muffled tone. And then he was like. See ya. And he heard this loud zap. But right. He was like laughing. But then. Melosius wasn't having it. So he started kicking. At the at the chest. And until. He kicked it so many times. That it broke the. The. Uh. The lock on it, it just, sh- sh- like, destroyed it. Kicking it so hard, it, like, broke that part. The part of that just broke off. Actually, the whole top of the chest broke off. Just snapped off. All the hinges, everything. It all just snapped off and flew up. And then... He see the little tummy pull out this, like, little, like, uh... This little antenna, antenna, and he, like, attaches it to his wrist. And he presses it. And then, it makes this loud beeping sound. And it shoots this long, like, electricity goes into the antenna. Like, electricity from, like, just came out of nowhere and just hit the antenna that was on his wrist. After hitting that button. This is very confusing to Melosius, and probably to you guys too. So, Melosius just ran towards him anyways. And he was, and just grabbed onto his shoulder. And then, they both felt major shock. It forced t- Timmy knew what this was. He's it's tech that he created since he's so wise. He created this like antenna that basically, if you press the button, electricity would hit it, which would it's so like the scientific formula would create this shock that would basically make electricity hit the antenna and take you from one like uh, lightning bolt to another lightning bolt that hit a different, completely different planet. So it would transport you to a different planet. It would teleport you using electricity to a completely different planet. It was, it was a random planet. Like, you couldn't type in coordinates and go wherever you wanted. It would just take you to a random planet. So that's what it did. So they both woke up. And they started falling. And it, they they fall from, they flew from the sky. But, I mean, it was fast. So, like, they, like, were attached to the lightning bolt, basically. They were inside of the lightning bolt. After, like, getting zapped up by the lightning bolt. Imagine it kind of like the Thor thingy. When he, use, uh, when he uses his hammer. 
So yeah, if you think of it like that, that's how it is. It's like a big beam, but it's like lightning instead. So like it hits them and then takes them somewhere else. It bends over out of space onto a different planet and then it just shoots them over there. So then they land in the middle of a really busy city. So this is the this is an alternate like version of a city, like not Earth. This is the alternate version of Earth. So they land there, and then everyone is just really confused. And then little Timmy laughs, and Melosius is with him, and they both and Melosius like little Timmy knows about this type of area. He's connected to it because he's been around this type of thing because he's traveled many planets so he knows how all these things are and how they all work but Melosius, he's only lived in country valley you know he's lived in a chest for almost his whole life since he was like five they were living in a chest somehow because his father had many great abilities his father had the ability to take projections of their face of people's faces and combine them with his dna which would give him electric shock. <clears throat> he could do that. And he could also use strands of like food crumbs. And he could like extract its DNA. And basically create a bunch of different things. Same with the sun. He just didn't know that he could. Because he's, uh, he's connected to him. He's his genes. So he has the ability to do that as well. Anyways, so they got to the city, and it was in the middle of the city, in the middle of the street. So a bunch of cars just ran into each other and, like, swerved around the lightning bolt. And some, so, and this one car, a very unlucky car, got struck by the lightning and sent it flying up, like, a little bit. And then crashing back down onto another car, creating this major, major wreck of at least, like, ten cars all crashing up against each other in many different creative ways. In disturbing ways. There were a lot of screams. And everyone was just looking around. They were like, holy crap, what just happened? And everyone just looked around. And then they saw little Timmy and Melosius. And they both kind of sprinted out of the road. Because little Timmy just sprinted out with them. And Melosius followed him. And then they got all the way into this dark alley. They kept on sprinting until they made it to this alley alleyway. And everyone else, they kind of just, like, forgot about it. Because little Timmy also had this other device. He has many devices. He had this other device called the Flash. And basically, if he clicked it, it would make anyone <clears throat> in the area forget about their whole memory. At least the, the memory of little Timmy himself. And so, uh, whatever little Timmy did. Because this, like, Flash was connected to his DNA. So it would literally erase any memory of little Timmy. But they would remember everything else about their life. But just not little Timmy. So then, he declicks it. Which obviously would affect Melosius as well. So, so he forgets about little Timmy. And little Timmy gets off. And that's not the point of this story. Little Timmy probably won't, probably won't be mentioned much more of the story. It's about Melosius. That was just trying to get you into the story. now. Anyways. So now Melosius woke up. And the last memory he has is being locked up in a chest with his father. So he wakes up, and he looks around, and he feels his face, and he, like, he kind of, like, talks a little bit. He's like, he can't talk good, like, at all. So he just looks around in fright, and he's just, what is happening in his head, though? He's like, this is crazy. I mean, like, 
where am I? And <clears throat> he's like, where is my father? I need to find my father. Because he knows, he doesn't, he forgot about his father dying. Because that had something to do with, like, the cardboard. And, like, little Timmy eventually came in that. The last memory, like I said, was being locked up in chest. So he just woke up and he was, like, looking around for his father. So he thinks his father is alive in this area. So he goes running off into the distance. And I could be continuing this story in part, in part two of Melosius. Hope you enjoyed the story. I enjoyed it. It was it's a very interesting story. I'm excited to dive into this story. It's actually probably one of my favorite stories so far. I hope you enjoyed it. Please give this a five star rating and follow. Anyways, I'll see you in a bit. Bye bye.